Hello and welcome to The Swim Brief. I am Chris DeSantis and I am joined today by Trevor Gray. we got a really exciting series we're going to do for you here running on Tuesdays. Um, but first, let me introduce Trevor. Those of you who listen to the podcast for a long time um, know I've had some legendary podcasts that people come up to me, Trevor, and go like, I, I listened to that one and it's like, you know, it's the one we did on when to lift and put your dry land training in. Um, so I get that kind of feedback, but, but Trevor, he's a swim coach. He's a master swimmer. He's a professor. How are you, Trevor? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? I'm good. I'm actually looking at your bio at University Place uh, Aquatic Club, which I know, um, you're a little bit in transition, but it says that you are teaching physiology and nutrition, sorry, and anatomy. Is that true? At Tacoma Community College, yes, I teach anatomy and physiology, but mainly nutrition for the past few quarters. They've, they've been having okay. me do that, which I really enjoy. And we're going to get into some nutritional stuff later. But first, let me introduce to people what, what we're doing here. Actually, we're taking something that Trevor and I do off the podcast. We're putting it on the podcast. And that is um, we talk a lot about uh, training, the kind of things that we are doing um, that, that sort of go beyond training, health, life, uh, nutrition, sleep, any kind of um, thing for your, your physical and mental health. Um, that's the kind of stuff that we like to nerd out about. And, uh, you know, we thought we'd make a podcast. The idea here, too, is, um, you know, if you're out there and uh, you're somebody that's a, that's a master swimmer or you're just somebody that just has, like, goals – for your body. This is one of the ways I always choose to expand this, Trevor. I just say like, I don't care who you are. You've got goals for your body, right? And that's kind of what we're talking about um, in this sense here. And uh, we're just going to be curious, ask each other questions, even though some of this stuff we have been over, but we're going to do it in a more formal stuff. So today, what we're going to get into is really just how we train. Um, but I think before I even get into that, what I want to ask you is when you set up like, you know, how you're going to you're going to train Trevor, like right now, what are the goals that you're thinking about when you set that up? Well, goal number one, according to Dr. Peter Atia, um, and he mentioned this a couple of years ago, but especially in his new book, Outlive, is I want to participate in the Centenarian Olympics. Now, what is that? The Centenarian Olympics are the 10 things, five things, 20 things that you want to do in your 80s, 90s, and 100s and still be able to complete those. Now, that might just be pick up your grandkids or great-grandkids by that point. It might be uh, I'm 90 years old and I want to uh, go to the airport and I'm a little late. I need to hustle a little bit. I got my roller bag at 90 years old and I want to make my flight. I don't want to be late. I want to be able to make that flight, get on board take my 10 pound bag, lift it over my head and put it in the overhead compartment at 90 years old without any assistance. And so that is my primary goal with all this exercise that I'm doing is I want to, yeah, so I want to live this long, healthy life. Longevity and not longevity. just longevity, but, but um, yeah, a certain, just a certain level of health with longevity, a, a certain robustness that goes along with it. And to reach that, it's, you got to exercise day in, day out, pretty much. I mean, yeah, one or two days of rest a week, but you got to exercise lifelong. 
Yeah, and I, I, I can't remember where I saw this, but it, just in reference to what you're saying, I know that um, one of the things I always keep in mind, because sometimes like you feel like, oh, man, I'm committing a lot of time to this stuff. You know, mm. actually, it's it's a time investment. You're You're getting more time on the other end. You're getting more time where you're healthy and you're doing well. You're getting um, longer, a longer life. So <clears throat> it's actually the worst time investment is not doing some of the stuff um, we're talking about here uh, in terms of moving yourself and having goals for um, what you're doing. I think stepping into it like it's just a long term investment in yourself. Um, and I would say. That's an overriding goal that I've had, and I've definitely been on a different path as, as I've sort of referenced and talked about. Um, and I'm, I'm coming up on my 40th birthday, so I'm probably going to make a little special social media um, blitz around that. Because um, two summers ago, when I was turning 38, um, I was really, really not feeling good <laughs> about how I was doing. Um, and I know you know that because we were in communication at that time. I was trying to sort a lot of stuff out. Um, and so my overriding goal since then has been um, to actually look for areas where I can find improvement and get some consistency with those improvements so that I don't just feel like I'm sort of sliding into middle age and then sliding into old age. Um, of course, there is going to be some deterioration that that is inevitable. But um, I also have a lot of areas that I see that I can still improve on. And that'll become evident when I get into um, how I'm training, because and I, I think it'll be evident in, in how you describe what you're doing as well. But, yeah, that'd be my my big overriding goal. Um, I would say my minor goals. I mean, swimming wise, I've discussed this in other uh, formats. Um, I would love to break a minute and 100 breasts. Um, that's a long, unrealized very sort of micro um, goal for me. But, you know, like I, I want a best time in the 50 free earlier. So like finding ways to go best times um, here as I approach 40, like that's that's sort of a, a, a smaller goal of it. And um, I, I will I will admit that some part of my training is purely based around vanity. I want to look good. Um, I want to look like I want to be happy with how I look in my underwear. Doesn't mean I need to be like a fitness model um, on Instagram, but I want to look good and I want to feel good. I want to have a good quality of life on a day-to-day -day, um, basis. Anything to add on your end before we get into the actual training? Well, those are excellent reasons. I mean, you know that you have not one goal, but multiple facets of your fitness journey here that helped keep you motivated. Yeah. And and those are all all important. You can't just have one thing. It needs to be multiple. It needs to be multiple things to keep the motivation going. Um, all right. Let's well, let, let yeah, go ahead. Quick, you talked about your minor goals. My minor goals would be. Number one is if I happen to break some, you know, local records. Great. That's that's kind of a goal in there. Um, it's not definitely not number one, but the social aspect is also a strong goal because the research uh, is now pretty clear that loneliness is just as bad for you as uh, smoking is. And I'm currently training with a group of three other guys um, who keep me motivated and we constantly laugh at practice. And that to me is probably the, the most benefit 
uh, I'm experiencing with, with these guys is that camaraderie, that social aspect. That, and so I feel super lucky because you and I have talked about this. You don't, you don't quite have that yet. And so right. I do feel lucky that I have four guys that are all of similar speed. We all swam in college. Um, just, just a fantastic group of people um, that, I can, that I can train with. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I communicate with you quite a bit because it's just so helpful to have somebody that is like aware of what's going on um, training wise and just have like, I, I, I will give a plug to Trevor here that I just think you're a real positive person on the other end. You know, like I love to share when I make progress on stuff to you because, um, you know, like I, it just just the way that that um, you respond, like makes me want to get that next um, rung and and share it with you. All right. So let's get into it. I want to start hearing about uh, your training. How do you set up? a week of, of training, let's say both in the pool. And then what, what, what kind of stuff are you doing out of the pool? So luckily these three other guys that I train with, uh, uh, we all can swim at lunchtime mainly. So, and not okay. all of us, all four of us, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's usually all four of us. And yep. so Monday, um, the King County aquatic center has lap swim starting at 1130 and this is the summer. So we're at long course right now. And so, uh, three of us will swim Monday at, at, at lunch hour, and then all four of us on Tuesday, we all take Wednesday off from swimming because we, we go pretty hard when we swim. And then Thursday, yep. we're back at it at 1130, either short course or right now long course. Friday, I usually take off, and I need to swim more than three days a week. Three days is definitely the minimum dose you need to improve in your swimming, but four is much better. That extra day is so much better, I have found. Uh, but then we have another outdoor long course pool opening up this Saturday. And so we are going to go swim there. So I will get my fourth day in this week. So that's how the swim it, schedule goes. Okay. And I'm going to make one comment on that. Um, and this is something I say to people all the time, cause I can hear it. Um, and people, people who've been coached by me know exactly what's about to happen, which is you, you said, you know, you, you set up the three days of swimming and then you said, I need to swim a fourth day a week. And yeah. I would just say you want to swim a fourth day a week um, because like you, you, I want to echo back to you what you said, which was what's really important is having some goals and having like a direction that you want to go in. And I think it's great that you have so much motivation that you go, I want to swim even more than I'm swimming right now, but you don't have to, like you don't no. need to, right? Um, you're achieving a lot of the stuff that uh, you want to achieve, a lot of the goals that you have already um okay so that's that's a swimming piece of it um what's what about your out of the schedule pool? oh what's yeah your, sure, I'll do your swim schedule yeah. yeah i'll do mine because uh, i'm already feeling insecure because i i've just paired back from three days of swimming a week and i just heard from you that swimming <laughs> is the three days a week is the minimum um so i started swimming again i, I talked about this on the podcast i started swimming again in january um, and the idea was to do three days a week with, with a buddy of mine, that buddy's dropped off. Um, uh -huh. so that has given me a little bit more flexibility, but not a training partner, which is, uh, as, as you mentioned, something I'm really searching for, but I go in the mornings, um, typically on Monday, Thursday mm. and Friday. Um, and, and you'll, we'll get into why it's Thursday and Friday, um, just because of the, some of the other moving pieces that I have in training. Uh, obviously I, I would love to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but you know, there's like, 
there, there's two other main factors that decide really where my training is. And because of those, um, Monday, Thursday, and Friday, and actually um, prior to, to swimming, all of my cardio workouts, and this is something Trevor, the only thing Trevor ever makes fun of me for, were um, done at a cardio kickboxing gym. He calls it jazzercising. Um, <laughs> but it was really, it was really nice cardio workout. And I have, for the last couple of weeks, I have made Friday back into a um, cardio kickboxing session just because I was getting a little bit, I know it was getting a little bit stale for me swimming Thursday, Friday, um, two days in a row. So just shaking it up and doing something different. Um, but, you know, I, I have in the back of my mind actually exactly what you said, which is, I don't know, really is two times a week enough swimming for, for what I want to accomplish swimming wise. Um, so I'm definitely thinking about that as I go through it. it I, I just don't think it is. And I also think it's important to do one day a week of back-to-back -back workouts that two days in a row of swimming, I think is really important at our yeah. age. Obviously when we train kids, they, they got to go every day because the recovery ability is just amazing, but ours right. is diminished. And so we, we can go, we can go. I mean, there's lots of people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s that go five days a week. I mean, look at Rick Colella. He's doing that. Um, but yes, I think you need to go back to back days. Yeah. Well, so we got to figure that out. So that, that's, that's our next goal is to figure that out. How do we do that for you? <laughs> well, I could just switch back. Um, but I do, but I do have like a little bit of a log jam with some of the stuff I want to do workout wise, and maybe we'll be able to work that out. Um, but, on but here. you also, you also value this kickboxing and therefore you should keep doing it. Right. It's great. You know, like I would say the thing that's great about it is, um, you know, it's some cardio that I do on my feet. It actually keeps me in pretty good running shape. Um, it keeps me in good shape, like on land, it keeps me mobile, um, you know, like throwing a roundhouse kick, uh, you know, it keeps, helps with flexibility. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. And then the mental health benefit of, I would say like as a guy, just going into a place where there's a 120 pound bag and you just can wail on it as hard as you possibly can and just let out some aggression. Like I haven't found a way to replace that, you know, if I take it away. So, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly. Um, that that's why it's that. such a hard decision for me. Yeah. You got to keep that. So, so what do you got then outside of the pool? So you have those All three right. swimming sessions. You want to add a fourth. What else do you do? Uh, I lift at least three days a week, sometimes four. I am kind of oh in love with the gym right now. I I'm loving it. Uh, I'm mixing it up. I've been lifting for 15 years now. And I thought, hey, let's, let's just see if I could put on some muscle mass at my age. Let's take right. all this nutrition information I have. Let's hit the gym a little more. Let's increase the sets. And let's see if I can put on some muscle. And I have. And, and I'm really loving this. I mean, we're kind of both on a body transformation journey a little bit here yeah and so i i will lift as much as i can and I, i'm i'm really enjoying it and i'm looking forward to talking about the nutrition aspect <laughs> excuse me when we talk about protein because yeah it's a little annoying how much protein you gotta you gotta ingest when you do something like this but so i'm doing that and then on the weekends i will either i, I love uh during the winter I, I ski and then uh i love mountain biking and so to try to fit it all in with, you know, two jobs is, is challenging, but I, I find a way to, to do that. And then I have a good mountain biking and skiing buddy that I also will help me do these things with. Yeah. 
So I, I, I entered into this knowing full well I would come away jealous <laughs> and, and uh, envious of the amount of time um, that uh, you're, you're putting into this because, again, as I look, um, so outside of, of swimming, I do strength train as well. But something that you and I have discussed off here and you say like body um, composition and stuff, I, I, that was something that I for sure was really unhappy with. Um, and I mentioned on earlier, like one of my goals is to look good. It was something I was for sure unhappy with two years ago. And the light bulb moment that I had was that I think like at every moment before that, when I tried to change my body composition, my goal had been where like, I think a lot of people end up where you go like, I, I got to lose some weight. Like, let me make the scale go down. And um, I can say, honestly, um, I've achieved my goal in terms of what I want to look like from two years ago. I have the same body weight as I did yeah. two years ago. Like, right. So, so right. if I was measuring by my scale, I'd be a complete failure. But, you know, the 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 goal changed and the process changed to like, I'm going to get in the weight room. I, I'm consistently two times a week. Um, I'm going to get in the weight room. I'm going to try to uh, build some muscle. One of the things you and I discussed is, you know, you have you have a window in your life where it's really possible to do this. Putting on muscle is extremely hard to hard. do. Um, I think I probably had experienced like, you know, a number of years where I was just like slowly sort of regressing. And then so I started to um, build again. And with the idea of longevity, that there's going to be a moment where I just cannot get stronger anymore. And then it's right. like, you know, what? at what peak do I start declining from? And um, so I've been very purposeful with that piece of it um, and, and, and consistently. And I, I do that, um, I do one on a Wednesday. So that's one of the reasons I don't swim on Wednesday um, because that is a day uh, I can actually go into the kickboxing gym and I lift, <laughs> I'm, such a, I'm, such a, I'm such a prima donna. I get to lift in there all by myself. Right. So it's literally probably for me been over a decade since I've lifted in a gym and at any consistent basis with other people. Like, so when I like I'll see all the gym memes online of like, oh, these annoying people at my gym, I go, I don't know, because yeah. I just I'm just <laughs> in there by myself doing my thing. And it's like I tell people sometimes I call it um, bodybuilding practice. Sometimes I just call it um, barbell meditation. Man, yeah. does it Meditation. feel good to just be in there picking up heavy stuff, putting it down, moving stuff around. Um, so I think it, it definitely has a dual. Um, again, a lot, you'll, you'll notice with a lot of the stuff I'm, I'm doing, like I, I, there's a mental health benefit to it. Very direct mental health Absolutely. benefit um, to doing some of it. Um, but when I hear you say three days a week, I'm like, ah, like I want to find a third day a week, but I can I just can't seem to find it. Like, I feel like I'm redlining at, at the, the three okay. swims and the two um, lifting, lifting sessions. There's no room for anything else. So. Um, okay. I got a solution for you. <laughs> I have also this thing called the minimum daily workout. And my okay. current minimum daily workout is 10 minutes. And your minimum daily workout can be anything. Any time stamp, any exercise that you want that you can get in. And that adds up over the weeks and months. In addition, mm -hmm. I saw a recent 
study that said for New Zealand rugby, rugby, rugby players, and I almost said rugby football players, but rugby players, they can increase muscle mass, mass with a 10 minute workout, weight workout at night, right before they go to bed. So it seems to increase hypertrophy um, the, um, over, the, over the ensuing weeks when they do this 10 minute workout at night. So I'm gonna quickly describe what I do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I do uh, five rounds. And take this takes me 10 minutes. I do five rounds of 10 push-ups, and then I do a sumo squat where I tap my knees on the ground just once and then get back up. And then I do these thing co- things called club swings. And I do 10 each arm. And in fact, just hold on real quick. And <laughs> Trevor's Trevor's gonna actually go find his club and swing it for us live so on video. I'm, I'm not gonna swing it, but you can see here that yeah, you take these club swings and just search for it online. It's a lot of core stability and I'll just, you know, knock this out in 10 minutes right before I go to bed and I keep my heart rate low. And I have found uh, some value in this minimum daily workout. And then now that I see the research on it, that it is good for you right before bed, um, I I recommend you develop your own and everyone develop their own minimum daily workout. Yeah, I would say right now my minimum daily workout is I do do quite a bit of walking. I guess I didn't include that in this. But I work from home. I work for myself. And um, so one of the things I will do is that every 90 minutes to two hours, you know, over the course of the day, like I just get up and walk for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, Yeah. Also, because like just lying there, you know, staring at a screen doesn't doesn't make me the most productive version of myself. So I actually find I get a a great return on investment time wise by stopping whatever I'm doing for 20 minutes and moving, yep. um, moving my body, I would say, and we can probably get into this, because um, I know down the line, we're going to talk about um, sleep, which yep. will be a big topic for me. I do think that is probably the variable that is holding me back from doing anymore. Because, um, yeah, like it I is. could say, like, oh, my, oh, my schedule, you know, like, I, I got two young kids. Um, so that limits some of the time that I can you know, the logistics of getting out. My wife, actually, she is also active athlete. Um, she does yoga. She she runs three or four times a week. So she's got a similar training schedule to me. And we can't really, if kids are at home, we can't be doing, we can't both be working out at the same time. So it's one of the reasons, like, for instance, on the weekend, I, I only take one of the days because she always takes the other day. And then, yeah. you know, we're out, whatever, doing something as a family, but I would say that that is not as much of a limiting factor as pure recovery. Um, and we're going to get into nutrition later as well. These are all <laughs> teasers for later podcasts, but um, I have noticed you, you talked about um, uh, protein. And one of the things I communicated to you in the last week was, you know, I started actually looking at macros and realizing I thought I was pretty close to 200 grams of protein per day, which was something I was aiming for. I was nowhere near it. Right. Um, and, and once I started doing that, I noticed that the must like the, the level of recovery I was getting um, in my muscles, immediate change in that stuff. And I was like, oh, you ding dong, like you weren't even giving your body, you know, the, the tools for repair um, on some of the training you were doing. So I think that's definitely a factor. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll and we'll discuss this down the line. The sleep is um, is also really limiting me because I, I don't 
I don't know that even if I could find time for more, whether it would even be productive to do it. Because as it is, I'm like, I feel like I'm redlining almost um, on that In work daily schedule. Life. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we will go over in future podcast how much protein any athlete needs. So we're gonna we're gonna do the math on that and how to divide that protein up during the day, and then uh, for sleep, I think we'll talk about some recommendations for mm -hmm. sleep supplements. And then thirdly, I, I want to go back to um, your kids real quick. Can you hold your kids? Eight and four. I have a I have a five year old son and a nine year old daughter. Nine, yeah. Can you incorporate them into your workout at all? Can you put your Can you like lift them up and do ten like shoulder presses <laughs> with the five year old? <laughs> well, like I, I I do do quite a bit of physical stuff. Um, in fact, I uh, when I did my meat that I shaved for last month, one of the things I realized was kind of like a oopsie. Like we had guests over the previous day. So there was a whole nother set of kids there and I was doing, you know, feats of dad strength. So I was yep. taking the five and six year olds and just like picking them up off the ground and quickly, yeah. like, just like I was literally doing your, um, club swing. <laughs> your club swing, but with a human being. And yeah. I was doing that for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And I realized like, I'm getting really sore and tired. Yeah. Like this is yeah. not a good idea to do the night before the meet. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think probably already, um, they, they, um, they, they incorporated. And I will say like, um, if I'm in a jam, you know, childcare wise, I bring my kids to where I'm working out. Um, they don't necessarily do anything while I'm working out, but I, 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 I do think it's important, um, you know, for your kids to see you doing stuff, yeah. um, for yourself. Right. And and prioritizing that part. So I don't feel guilty about having my kid, you know, sitting sitting by um, while daddy lifts weights for for an hour. Um, no, you shouldn't. I, I don't feel any real obligation to, like, entertain them. I think, you know, it's good for them. Um, whenever my wife competes in something or I compete in something, the whole family comes out and cheers everybody on. So um, for, to, to, to that and yeah, I think. Um, probably. And like, even this weekend, I, I was thinking, uh, I backed off on my weight workout cause I'm, I'm a homeowner, right? I've got a, mm -hmm. got a house here in South Jersey. I spent, um, an hour on Saturday and 45 minutes on uh Sunday digging out a garden bed in our yard. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like hard bent over, like digging that shovel into the ground, digging a few feet deep <laughs> so we could put new dirt in and, and mulch and plants and all that stuff. So I was like, I don't, you know, some of this stuff I think, oh, well, I'm not even really counting that, but that, that definitely counts. <laughs> and we all have these, you know, adult responsibilities that we got, got to do, right. like you said, a home ownership. And this is where I think that minimum daily workout is really effective because at the end of the day, you don't want to do 50 push-ups after right. digging all that and you're exhausted from throwing kids around all afternoon, you don't want to do that minimum daily workout, but that's when you got to do it anyway and knock those even just 25 extra pushups a day. That's when you got to do that. And it will pay dividend dividends, even though you freaking don't want to do it. 
Okay, well, so so here's what I want to get into in the last few minutes because this is this is the question that's begging. So I, you know, like you're you you've shared your workout schedule. I've shared mine. I've said one of my concerns is you know this feeling like physically like I am close to my limit at any given yeah. time and maybe not even recovering from the schedule that I have. I'm like I want to have a bigger workout schedule, but like I know that you know it's not just a matter of working harder i could do that but like i feel like it would be likely ended me hurting myself or feeling really mm. crappy or all this stuff so how do you measure like whether or not basically you're working hard enough or too hard like what are the signs that you watch for on your end uh so one sign of overtraining which i i doubt you can do uh both of us kids for sure um, but I doubt you and I can overtrain is how quickly can we get to sleep and is your sleep fractured in the middle of the night? So that yeah. is one sign of overtraining. So if you're able to, you're exhausted, but you can't get to sleep, that's pretty, probably doing it, overdoing it too much. But the other thing is I, I, you know, we've talked about this is, is getting this aura ring to yep. l- kind of let you know if you're overdoing it or not. And it measures heart rate uh, during the night and heart rate variability and measures your sleep um, stages. And so I think this is a powerful tool to really let you know if you're overdoing it. Because there's been many days where I'm like, oh, man, I'm overdoing it. This feels like too much. But the ring goes, yeah, you're okay, dude. Keep going. So I I think um, biometrics and the measurement of what's going on inside is going to be the way to let you know whether you're overdoing it or not. Do you get, ever, get I mean, ring. so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking and about I'm not, it with my, with, with my birthday coming up, but we're not sponsored by aura ring. No, either. we're not. Nope. We're not. <laughs> but um, I've been in, that's one of the things you and I've been communicating about. And I do love, I mean, I've always had probably, I guess for the last 10 years, I've had some kind of wearable um, on. So I'm definitely into the whole concept. And I know there's been a lot of improvements and a lot of, I think, to, you know, I guess, disprovements of <laughs> what what these devices are actually doing um, on the other end. Uh, but you don't like, I guess my last question would be then, I know that I promised the last one was my last question, but like you don't ever just have a subjective like, hey, my, you know, my little ring on my finger says I'm great, but like, I'm calling it today. Like it's not. Absolutely. I do. I, it's probably but what factors do you use to decide that? Just how I feel. I'm like, I'm not yeah. motivated today. Uh, I'm, I am able to just lay on the couch today. You know what? I'm going to take that opportunity to lay yeah. on the couch and just do nothing. And um, it's okay to, yeah, follow that instinct once in a while when you're just not feeling it. That's okay too. Yeah. Because 90% yeah, just, of the time we're going. So if 10% of the time you're, you're like ignoring all the <clears throat> data that says you should keep going, but you internally you're like, mm, no, I'm going to rest. Then I think we should trust that instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many branches out from this. We've got to cut it off at some point. We promise to keep these around a half an hour. We're at minute 30 31. Minutes. <laughs> so Trevor, thank you so much. Um, thank you to everybody for, for listening. If you want a custom fit pair of goggles, go to themagic5.com slash swimbrief and hook yourself up. Um, I got a pair and I love them. They are the go-to goggles when I swim uh, two or three times a week. 
And um, for other <laughs> content, you can go to Chris D underscore coach on Instagram, CD Swim Coach on Facebook, YouTube channel. This one I think will be uploaded there as well. Um, and uh, and yeah, thank everybody and uh, see you later this week. Hopefully Joel will be back um, in his normal time slot and ready to explain his exciting absence and what's going on with him. Um, so thank you. Thanks again, Trevor and uh, everybody else. See you later. Thanks, Chris.